Hello everybody and welcome. This is the Midnight McBride Show and this is episode nine. And this episode's called The Energy Lady. And I'm joined by Rachel Jacobson. Hello, Rachel. Hello, Patrick. I'm thrilled to be here. Brilliant. Awesome. I was really pleased when you said you were going to do this because I remember doing the radio with you Mm. and it was effortless. It was dead easy. And I said at the time that you were one of the most confident and powerful orators that I'd, I'd come across when we did the radio. Very clear, very confident, paused at the right moments, made people feel like you were listening. Really, really good, you know. Wow, well, thank you, and yeah. I feel now you've set up quite an expectation <laughs> for the next hour, I will do my best. I think you'll be fine. <laughs> so, Rachel, I've called it the energy lady, because I know you've previously, when you last did the radio show, we talked about Reiki and EFT, and, and there's many strings to your bow, but you also do what we'd call energy medicine, is that right? Yes, that's right. Right, very good, and... The lady who you talk about a lot, her name, Donna Eden, is that right? Yes, Donna Eden. Right. So maybe tell us, we'll start at the beginning. A lot of people that watch this, some will have seen, listened to the radio and maybe some haven't. So we usually touch on some of the stuff to cover your journey up to this present Mm -hmm. moment, but maybe not recapping on everything. So as a child, when you were growing up, you had various things that happened to you and that included maybe you weren't very happy and that you had eating disorders as well and stuff maybe tell us a little bit about your journey sure yeah well where to start Mm. I don't ever remember being happy growing up Mm. I had a lot of lovely things um had a good education and shelter and food and I was blessed in many ways but I don't remember being happy and then I got into my teens and things really spiralled for me. I was very depressed. I had an eating disorder, as you say. I dabbled in drugs as I got older. Right. I also self-harmed. Essentially, it was all different ways to stop feeling things I didn't want to feel. See, I didn't actually know about the drug part. I don't think we mentioned that on the radio. I didn't know that. Yeah. Possibly not. No. Yeah. I talk about it openly and obviously yeah. I had, most of my adult life I spent in another realm. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not a spirit realm, not a yeah. not another level of consciousness, mm. just, you know, on drugs basically. Mm. So I'd taken a lot. But so you get to this point and, and what happened then? Well, when I was seventeen I went into the priory. I was actually there twice and it did help me a lot, but didn't really get me to a place of real peace or comfort and yeah. shedding uh, some of the baggage and uh, the wounding that, that was so upsetting for me. Um, and when I began doing that was at a personal development retreat in America. Yes, yeah, and that's where you hooked up with Bruce Lipton, is that right? Uh, or was that later? Later, ah, yes. Sorry, yeah. sorry. And then actually also a second time I saw Bruce Lipton uh, as well a couple of years ago. Uh, so I've been really fortunate to do lots of things, but they really helped me in America. Uh, that, that retreat, their focus is on beliefs and thoughts and yeah. how our beliefs affect our life experience. So rather than just taking the, the normal route, which is medication, 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 you went and did some inner work, some healing in America, yes. and um, it changed everything. It really transformed things. It didn't mean overnight I was suddenly where I am today because you know I'm 33 now, so this was 15 years ago when I started yeah. on my journey of healing. But it began to um, it began that journey for me, and it, it yeah. I began to um, unravel and change my beliefs, change the way I saw myself and saw the world. Yeah, 
That's ironic. Bruce Lipton's uh, page on Facebook and his first book, or one of his first books, is The Biology Belief, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, 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 it's a fantastic book. Yeah, mm. yeah. So along this journey, I encountered you at the Healthy Indulgence Cafe is when yeah. I think we first met. And I did, at that point, you were doing EFT, which is the tapping. Uh, you were doing workshops, weren't you, in that? The EFT and then also Donna's energy medicine as well. Right, yeah. yeah. So I did one of your workshops. I came along and yes, did a I course. Yes, I remember. Yeah, mm. yeah. And then from that point, going forward, I uh, got in touch with you again and you did the radio. But as we discussed, because we've just been talking, I think there's a lot happened since we last spoke. Maybe tell us. Now, we'll, we'll go with this first, and I find this fascinating. You mm. did some regression therapy, which is still part of... The energy, under the umbrella of energy medicine, is that right? I'm yes. still with Donna mm. again, the, the same um, teachings, would mm-hmm. I say? Yeah. But you did this regression therapy and you've just blown my mind when we had a chat outside mm-hmm. about what happened. So do you want to start with that and tell us a bit about it? Yeah. So um, I was very excited for the opportunity. It's one of Donna's advanced trainings to learn the regression. I went over to America and mm. as part of the training, we exchanged the protocol so I received a regression is this learning to teach it or is this are you experiencing the the regression therapy first and then with a view to actually practicing it as well yeah so with a view to doing it so since I got back from the states which was almost a year ago I have been doing the regressions with clients and people who've been coming to me and getting some really interesting amazing results with them Uh, but for me my regression I had um, last year was life-changing and sometimes I think um, we do certain therapies or modalities and it just hits the nail on the head it's kind of it's the right moment in our life it's the Mm. right circumstances for us to have a really deep healing and my life has completely changed when you came to the studio today you look different and I thought, is it, is it your hair? What is it? And stuff. And then I, I became aware that you you were shining, like I'd met you on a number of occasions before. But I, the way I expressed it was it, it appears like a cloud had shifted. Mm. You just seemed different and much happier, mm. you know, glowing. And then you told me about your regression and, and what had happened. So... Do you want to text, tell us that? I yeah, mean, I'd love get, to. Get ready for this part. <laughs> this is, this is a, a serious journey. Yeah, um, it, it was um, It was really profound. It was exciting. Um, so essentially, I decided when I received a regression to focus on feelings of loneliness and anxiety. And I'd always been burdened by this, Patrick, my whole life. Mm-hmm. I would wake up every single morning, except if I was away on a holiday in a nice beach-like location. I'd wake up feeling this loneliness and I couldn't pinpoint why and I would feel anxious and sad and I didn't really want to be here I'd have going around in my head thoughts of I want to die but I wasn't actually suicidal I was suicidal when I was a teenager so I really understand the difference for myself Um, but it was just a weight no matter what I tried I tried conventional therapies and uh, psychotherapy uh, different kinds of healings Um, you name it I tried it I couldn't change this feeling and so I decided to do the regression on it so this this is going through past lives then yes so it was tracking back and there's a particular way that we do that in in the Donna's method to the moment in time when the energetic disruption occurred that's leading to the problem now in the present yeah so 
that could be 10 years ago, 100, 1,000. And um, it's, it's quite fasc fascinating. fascinating it it really yeah, is yeah, fascinating. Yeah. It, it's effectively saying we have an imbalance now. If someone's unhappy, there's an energetic imbalance underlying mm. that. And it, it could be from this lifetime. It could but be. It could, Quite often, it's from a previous lifetime. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where it gets very interesting. And yeah. what's lovely is it's not a deep hypnosis. Sometimes people ask me, um, will they kind of lose sense of their faculties? Like, will they be present in the moment? And you really are, when you receive a regression, present in the moment. It's, it's not like being in a deeply different state of consciousness. And I think that's quite nice for people because they can stay grounded in the now. Yeah. But while having this sort of journey and adventure and looking to where's my issue coming from in the past that the thing that's keeping me down now what happened in the past that's making things so bad now yeah so tell us so what <laughs> happened in my past this 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 is what I'm saying. You told me this and I was like, what? Yes. Yeah. So, so well, I, I maybe should preface it with not everyone has um, sort of a profound experience that's like this. You know, we are yeah. all different. But for me, yeah. I went back to the Second World War. Yeah. And uh, some of what I didn't tell you was um, I could feel mud on my feet. It was a very strange sensation. Uh, my practitioner said to me, um, what do you notice? And I knew I could feel my feet in mud. But of course, I was lying on a massage table in Phoenix, Arizona, in a lovely conference center. Yeah. There was no mud. Um, and it was very dark. And I was comfortable. It wasn't scary or anything like that. Um, and she began to do the energy testing, which is kinesiology, yeah. to begin to precisely uh, identify where the imbalances in my energy were. This is, um, you practice this as well, don't you, kinesiology? You're, yes, you're yeah, well that's very much a, a yeah. part of the sessions, mm. yeah. Um, and for me, a lot of it was in my chakras, which you might be familiar yep. with. And um, so she starts clearing and balancing the energy. And then we were doing some testing as well to look at exactly where am I, what's going on. Um, and I discovered that I was surrounded by family members who had died. Can I ask you a couple of questions? Oh, yeah, please do. Are these family members that... Um, you associated with being family, your family members at that time, mm -hmm. in, in that time and space, or were they images of current family members that were in that time and space? They were family members from back then. Right, okay. Um, but I do believe it's possible that some of those... They can still be. Could, yeah. could be, you know, reincarnated, could yeah. be here now. I do yeah. think that souls travel together. Yeah, mm. definitely. Souls intertwines and can cross paths in many lifetimes. Mm. I definitely believe that. So the images you see in the people you see and what you're experiencing is family members at that time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what happened? Yeah. And um, it was during wartime. Mm -hmm. And so I could hear the sounds of people shouting and gunfire and a lot of fear. Um, and in that moment, I had waves of... The best way to describe it is deep, deep sadness and grief. And then fear. But it was um, a, a big, big version of what I'd have been experiencing every single morning in this life. So that's, you connect, it was the same feeling. Yes, but a much bigger version. Yeah. And it was clear to me, oh my goodness, this is where it's come from. That's the source of this feeling. I'm getting little bits of it every morning, but it's the same feeling. It's, yes, yeah, 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 because what happened was way back, whenever it was, 60, 70 years ago, um, 
I was in this situation that was understandably terrifying. I think probably everyone on the planet would be so scared and so sad in that situation. Mm. And I was carrying the energy of that or the energy dysfunction into this lifetime. The only thing I could have that's comparable to that is I've had lots of experiences as I was growing up and I've experienced astral projection and out-of-body experiences and I've been to the spirit realm and I think I've died as well I've, uh, more than twice. I think I'd, I'd say that that's happened where I'd, I'd experienced the, the process of death. But I also, um, I went to, I had an out-of-body experience and two of them are very significant and one was a really call it astral projection, not an out-of-body experience, but I remember floating around with these different coloured lights and there were other people's souls and entities and it was, it was, I can tell you exactly where it was and that evening I was just flying around in in my non-physical self with these other beings. It, it was beautiful, it felt mm. beautiful. And the other time, one another significant one was I went to Robin Hood and Maid Marian's wedding mm. and I was in a forest. And the reason why I compare it to this is because I was floating above them whilst the ceremony was taking place and I could smell the wet leaves mm. and I could, I could feel the moisture. It was in the morning. I could feel the moisture in, in my face and I had the sensations of being there, mm. not, not of watching it, although I was... Um, above them when they were having the ceremony but but of actually being the physical sensations and I can only imagine that that's similar to when you felt the mud on your legs or something exactly yeah, yeah. it's as if you're there it is and it's yeah. very surreal because of course none of us really grow up being educated about these kinds of things being possible no uh, but there's um there's no denying really that it, it is possible when you, you look at the evidence of so many people like the story you just said and my yeah. experience and all over the world people are having we, similar we, experiences. We're conditioned to dismiss them aren't we to dismiss these experiences but we now know that um, they've had programs governments have had programs where they've gone and done remote viewing and that's mm. a controlled out-of-body experience and and that's documented it's, it's you know and and they've got a lot of information from doing that. They, mm. they had the ability to go to another place in another time in a non-physical form and witness things and, and bring back information. You know, that's that's happened. You know, whether you want, people want to believe it or not, but it's, you know, it's documented mm, fact now. Absolutely, so, yeah. Yeah. So maybe tell us, Rachel, I know you have recently come across Mandy Worsley. Mm. Um, you were looking for a venue because you were going to run a workshop, which mm -hmm. we'll get to in a second. But you put something out to the universe. Tell, tell us. Yeah, it's such yeah. a beautiful example of putting something out to the universe. Mm. So this is a year-long course uh, that I'm very like, exceptionally proud and excited to be teaching. And, um, and I tried to run it before, but it hadn't worked out for one reason or another. And what it seemed like was one of those situations where the door just kept slamming in my face. And I had this big dream and no matter what I did, it was like slap in the face, slam, slap in the face, slam. And I'm thinking, why isn't this working out for me? And I got very upset and stressed in all kinds of ways. And then resistance enters and then nothing works. Yeah, know, then yeah. there was Tension. resistance and the that yeah. real attachment. And, um, so then fast forward many, many months and the opportunity came up again for me to um, announce and list this course online to teach uh, in this area. And I decided I only want to do this if it's easy. So I put out to the universe, 
please send me a venue. And I wanted a venue with specific things such as nature. I wanted nature. I wanted some accommodation. So if people were coming from other parts of Europe, there was a place for them to stay. Um, I wanted somewhere with a wonderful energy. And, you know, I know you know at Mandy's Place, it's just the atmosphere and the vibe is wonderful. Uh, So I put it out there. And then immediately it pops in my head, Chesham Farm. And it was hilarious because I'd never even been there. I'd just heard of it through friends. Yeah. And then two or three days later, I'm at an event and uh, I'm sat next to Mandy. And uh, we're all saying who we are and where we're from. And she said, I'm Mandy Worsley. And I thought... Yeah. No kidding, I'm sat next to Mandy. So I thought the universe has definitely lined this one up for me. Yeah, yeah. I'd taught... I've done a number of meditation classes and meditation workshops at Mandy's Place. Mm. But then I've also been there just, just as a participant. And Liz Whittle from the Harmony Hub has been doing some gong baths. So I've been there doing those as well. So I've been to the Chetham Farm Retreat probably 20 times. You know, mm. I've been there quite a lot. And the Mandy and Steena, who you know, know of or have mm-hmm. met now as well, are all part of a group, aren't they? The gr- yes. What's the group called? It's MIBA. MIBA. And that's... It's something to do with women in business, is that right? Yes, well, MIBA stands for Mums and Business Association, uh, but it's open to all women. Yeah, and I feel like I'm a part of it. Yeah. <laughs> you can be, well, I don't, no, I don't, I don't know if I have the authority, no. but an honorary part of yeah. MIBA. But yeah, so you came across Steena as well, who's I've just yeah. recently done a show with about two weeks ago, and uh, she's had a remarkable journey. It was fascinating. Mm. Yeah. So you've now got an assistant. Well, yes, this is um, hot off the press. Yes. So and, uh, hot off the do, do you know? Did I have I mentioned hot off the press to you? Yet? No, you haven't. Every week on every show, mm. somebody gives me a, a little tidbit of something that maybe nobody knows yet. And every week, I go hot off the press, and I do it on every show. Oh. And you've just said it, so <laughs> hot, <laughs> hot off the press. Yes. So I've been getting busier and busier as time has passed. And uh, so I decided to find a virtual assistant. And actually, I'm looking for a few more people to help me with different things. Yeah. Um, but I'm wanting to free myself up so I can do more uh, teaching, more lending of not just workshops, but also groups. Uh, a bit like a yoga class where you go and someone leads you through the yoga postures. Yeah. I want to lead people through energy medicine exercises, for example, something to help with a headache. Yeah. And then people will have a skill that, you know, with their own hands, it's free, it's fast, it's easy. That at home, if they have a headache, they can use that technique. Yeah. And so you've got an assistant now that's going to help you with this, a virtual assistant, you say? Yeah. So I've found a virtual assistant. So it's going to help with certain aspects of my website and yeah. Facebook and things like that. I need one of those. I really do. Yeah. I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we'll go right back to the basics. So Rachel energy medicine mm-hmm. maybe tell us i know very little about it i've experienced i've had some experience of it but i don't know a great deal about it maybe tell us how it works how it came about a bit about energy yeah because well, you are the the energy lady i right? am the yeah. energy lady uh, well everything is energy einstein said that mm-hmm. and um that means different things to different people uh, but i think to really go back to basics we should ask the question what is energy Mm. And there are many names for it, such as chi, chi prana, yeah, yeah. Uh, life force. Yeah. It's simply this invisible, unseen to most <laughs> mm. energy uh, that has all different colours and shapes. And um, Donna Eden can see energy. So that's been a real gift 
and I think has informed so much of her work, which is then like ripple effects meant that people like me could train and learn. I've healed so much in myself through yeah. Donna's teachings and now I'm able to pass that gift along and help others. Yeah. And um, in Donna's methods, we're simply looking for where are the disruptions in the energies? Where is there a blockage or... You know, if someone has a pain in their shoulder, there's yeah. a very high chance they have a blockage of energy because pain is usually too much energy that's stuck. If you think of sort of a cup that you're trying to put too much water, if the water were the energy, yeah. you're trying to get more and more water in, it's not going to stay, it will overflow. But in your body, yeah. it can't overflow, it just gets jammed in there. And it, if you've got tension in the system, if you're stressed or you've had a previous trauma or something and you hold that energy and it, you've got tension in the system, that's like an energy block and it'll stop mm. everything moving and flowing. And it can, even though you maybe don't only fully understand it or know what it is, it can have massive implications on the, your outward experience of life, can't it, you know? Yeah, it can cause all kinds of problems. Um, pain, mm. uh, low energy, all kinds of illnesses. Um, you know, like to go back to what you were saying that I'm shining more now. It yeah. very much is because I've, been able to let go of this weight of the anxiety and loneliness I've carried with me. And that was energy and energy blockages that I freed up or the practitioner freed up for me. And I do feel free now. Yeah. That's the best word for it. Yeah. Well, you look very different. You do. Uh, you, f you feel different. You know, the, the energy you're projecting now seems much lighter, you know. So, yeah. so maybe you could tell us, I know in June... You've now got a workshop coming up at the Chatham Farm Retreat. Uh, tell us maybe about that. Yeah, it's called uh, Level One Fundamentals, and it is the fundamentals of what Donna Eden teaches. Uh, and it is so broad. Uh, it's four classes, essentially four retreat experiences. The first one is the beginning of June. And um, within that experience, people will get a lot so you get yes. a lot of teaching. In that first class, we teach how to do the um, energy testing, the kinesiology. Right. Is that where, I think, so if I can ask a few questions mm. as we go along, yeah. uh, possibly some of the questions for my own benefit, uh, <laughs> but also for the viewers as well. Yeah. So I've seen it where you might have a certain drink or a piece of food and mm. then you test with resistance and you can tell whether that is good for you or not good for mm. you and affects your energy field is is that right that is right yes okay um, and i could show you some if you like uh, but essentially uh, every food or drink or substance has an energy to it it has a vibration and we have our energy so when we ingest something say a yeah. drink um, that energy is merging with ours and so we're able to test and see is, that, is the energy, say, of the Coca-Cola or the orange juice or the coffee, is it in uh, harmony with my energies yeah. or is it depleting my energies? So I know, for example, that if we did the test with Diet Coke, that it wouldn't be good for <laughs> me, probably. Most likely. But it doesn't mean that you shouldn't drink it. Yeah. Truly. Uh, it's the, the, the test isn't about whether or not you're allowed to have it and whether there's permission in the universe. It's simply asking, what's this doing in my energy? So you can yeah. make an informed choice. So going through your workshops, you'll start off with the kinesiology. Yes, we do a lot of kinesiology in all yeah. of the classes, but the first class is really fundamental to learn this skill. It's a tool to test yourself and other people, to test, say, um, the meridians, which yeah. are the energy pathways that acupuncturists are working with. And there's many ways to test the meridians. Say, kidney meridian is the too much energy or too little energy in it. 
someone who's very tired and burns the candle at both ends probably has too little energy in their kidney meridian. So there's a way to test that. Yeah. And then, of course, there's a, a technique, a way to introduce energy and put fresh energy into the meridian. Right. So then with the workshop, if you talk us through it, maybe give us an idea. So you you, you start off and you're doing kinesiology. Yeah, so it's, it's learning then, the kinesiology. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of practice as well, of course, and um, hands-on. Uh, and and then where do you go from there? Is that I mean, is the workshop is it all kinesiology or is you know if you're doing this workshop, does it cover other things as well? It covers many other things. Okay. Um, I think within that year, there's a whole segment on the aura. You know, the biofield yeah, around yeah. us. So all the different things that essentially can go wrong with the aura. Um, we can get holes and leaks in it. You know, if, there's a, if you yeah. imagine having a big spacesuit around you and it had a tear in it, yeah. and imagine going up in space with a torn spacesuit, you wouldn't get very far. I had, I've had the picture of my aura taken yeah. a few times with a guy called Frank, mm-hmm. um, and he did it, I think, one time at the Healthy Indulgent Cafe, if I remember correctly. But I had it done prior to, I've had it done over a period of years. Mm. And I kept one of the pictures and then compared it to when I had it mm-hmm. done 10 years later. And you can see the the differences, the change in this yes. field. And at first I wasn't sure whether I actually thought the technology worked, but I've read a lot about it and I think it does, you mm. know, to take the picture. I yeah. agree, yes. There's more and more technology that's being created now that can measure energy. It's very exciting because mm. for a lot of people, it is elusive. It, most of us can't see it. It's great mm. that Donna can and some other people can. I can feel it. Uh, yeah. But for most people, it's this very mysterious thing. And so there are ways now and more and more technology that's emerging to measure mm. it. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I've written about it and talked about it. Where, and as a quote I say in the book, which is one of my quotes, and it says, the energy you display attracts the people in your day. Mm. Now, depending on how you're thinking, if you're thinking positively and you're thinking good and you're making you feel good and you're happy, that's what you're going to give out. That's what you're emitting to the rest of the universe. Consequently, the same if you're not feeling good, if you're stressed and you're feeling negative and you're having negative, heavy thoughts, that's what you give out to the rest of the universe and you'll track that towards you. Mm. But when you meditate and you become still, you become very aware of the subtle sensations in your body, which are there all the time. A lot of people, when they start to meditate, think, oh, I need a wee, my pants are tight and mm. this and, and oh, I've got a headache. And all of those were there before, but your mind's that busy. You're not aware of the subtle sensations in your body. When you then develop this toolkit, you become very aware of other people's energy and the mm. effect they have on you. Some people, I can spend an hour with you and I will feel lifted and elated. I can spend half an hour an hour with somebody else and I can feel like I've mm. been dragged down. It's not always done intentionally, you know, but some people suck the energy out of you. Mm-hmm. Other people do it intentionally and they're generally, you know, somebody would be a bully, mm-hmm. you know. But the energy interaction, that dance of energy, it's... It's what everything's made of. It's all around us. It's mm. what the universe is all about, isn't it? it so really if you is. can become a almost an energy doctor, you know, an energy person that practices energy medicine and learn how to manage that with yourself and with other people, it's, it's a very powerful gift. It's so empowering, Patrick. Mm. That was actually the... Um, uh, the thing that made me decide more than anything, I wanted to learn this. I knew I was meant to do it, and there were many, many reasons I wanted to study it. But ultimately, I, I sat down one day and I had the thought, 
once I learn this, I'm going to have skills and knowledge that no one can ever take from me. Yeah. And because it's not even like a physical, um, you know, material possession that someone can take. No one can take my knowledge. And um, that was very empowering. And so I can be anywhere in the world now. In fact, I was on holiday in South America recently and I had an issue with some chemicals that were uh, being used in the hotel. I was going to say that I put in my body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, cleaning chemicals but, uh, in the hotel. Uh. And you bet I was using my energy medicine exercises to help myself in that situation because mm. my chest was hurting, I had headaches. So I did a lot of energy medicine and I felt much better. If people don't know what you're doing and you start pacing up and down corridors, tapping yourself and doing this, it can look unusual. It does, but I'll always remember one time being on an aeroplane and I was uh, just um, waiting for the toilet, you know, and there was a little queue. And so I thought, oh, while I'm standing in the aisle, I'll just do a, a few bits and bobs. And I decided I was, so I was tapping under my eyes on my cheekbones and I, there was a woman, three or four rows behind, uh, you know, at the front of the plane and she sort of got my attention and she goes like this to me. <laughs> what did she mean? I, well, I, my assumption was that she knew what I was doing and that she was saying, that's brilliant. It, it, it came across as very friendly. She wasn't making fun of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was delightful. When you came to the radio station, uh, as you were going to come in and do a show with me, prior to that, you, you, did, you, know, you sat down, you did some tapping and, and so on. So it's something you do wherever, whenever, isn't it? You know? Yeah, I've really integrated it into my life. Nothing else helps me as much as this. And I still have challenges now with my physical health. Nowhere mm. near as much as in years gone by, but I wouldn't be able to work. I wouldn't be sitting here today looking like I look and feeling like I feel if it wasn't for Donna's methods. I know that with certainty I wouldn't be yeah. well enough. Yeah, I mean... I assume that when you first start practicing these, uh, the energy medicine, and it can be tapping or whichever, when you start doing it, job number one is get yourself right, isn't it? It's got to be, you know. When I when I talk to people, when I give meditation teachings classes, I always tell them your number one job is to fix this because mm. you have to get this right to help other people. You yeah. know, you need this system operating efficiently. You need to feel good. And then you've got boundless energy, your cup's overflowing and mm -hmm. you can help everybody. If you don't feel good, if you're really depleted, if you're having problems, you need that needs to be your priority. It's not a selfish pursuit looking after yourself, you know. Absolutely. It's far from it. I think it's so important to look after ourselves and then we're in a position to be able to look after other people. Uh, it's it's the um, cliche of putting on your own oxygen mask first. Exactly. Yeah. That's a, a good yeah. analogy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So going forward, Rachel, with your, the workshop you're doing at Mandy's, have you got anything else scheduled at the minute? Or are you looking to, is this what you're going to be doing? Because I know predominantly you're one-to-one -one now, aren't you? If I want to experience some energy medicine from you, I need to come and see you normally. Yeah, so um, I'm working mostly from my home, uh, just up the road from Berry, and um, I do online sessions as well. So I'm starting to work with people with, with from other parts of Europe, and maybe right. one day further afield. Yeah. Um, and I don't have anything else fixed on my schedule. The main reason for that is I've been so busy, yeah. but now I have my VA assisting me. Mm. So I'm planning as as the uh, year progresses to. Um, to put some things on the calendar. You seem to have gone predominantly workshops, one-day uh, sessions, things like this when I first met you. 
then you've gone into one-to-one sessions and now you're like a flower opening up and you're just about to come <laughs> back into the world with maybe starting to do the workshops and things like that again. That's, you know? what, that's lovely to say a flower, it's beautiful. Mm. Um, that pretty much is what's happening over the years since I've qualified. Um, I have, I've done online work. I've, I've always been doing one-to-one sessions, but it's ebbed and flowed depending on what time I've had available. So now I'm bringing it all together. Uh, I'm stronger than I've ever been. I'm more grounded and centered than I've ever been. I have more energy. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just keep going from strength to strength because I'm using the energy medicine with myself and it's putting me in a good place to do more with other people. I think it's really beneficial for, for people to know, as with myself, about your journey mm. and seeing where you've come from to where you are because when they can see evolution, transformation, mm. growth, when they see that, then they think... Oh, well, you know, look, look what they've achieved. And, uh, it's, you know, you can put yourself back together. It's inspirational. And then they're drawn towards that. They want to know more mm-hmm. about it. Whereas somebody that says everything's great, it's always been great and stuff, there's not much transformation there, is there? You know, and it doesn't show growth, you know. So Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And um, I'm very proud of myself. I've had to work really blooming hard um, mm-hmm. for 15 years. And I know it will never end, you know, I plan for as long as I'm here to keep developing myself and keep growing and to be more happy and more peaceful and so on. Yeah. But um, I've had to be very persistent. You know, I had a, a lot of wounds and had a lot of, um, well, issues essentially. Mm. Um, and it's been a, a case of, for many years, unraveling the layers of the unhappiness and health problems. Yeah. I've, I've found that some people might have the misconception, especially if I've written a book about it, you know, that uh, several books about it, that I've got it all figured out, and I haven't. What I have is I've developed a, a, a skill set, a set of tools where I still have fluctuations. Generally, my life's on the up and up and up, but occasionally I have, I have a little dip. Mm. But I, I keep putting myself back together again. I've got the tools to do that now. And each time I do that, I still I put myself heading in the right direction again. I love the analogy of it's never where you're at, it's where you're heading. Mm. Now, you can be in a fantastic situation, but if you're heading down, if you're heading in a negative direction, you're heading to a worse situation, it doesn't feel good. Mm. So everything might seem amazing, but if you're heading down, if you're not heading in the right direction, it doesn't feel good. On the flip side of that, you can be in a terrible situation, But if you're heading in a positive direction, if you're moving towards a better life situation, if you're making some good decisions and good choices, if you're evolving and growing, it feels good. Mm -hmm. So it's never about where you're at. You can be in a terrible situation. It's always about where you're heading, Mm -hmm. where you're focusing, where you're directing your energy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Everything is about our energy and our thoughts are very important too. I, I, I do believe that that's critical. And then there are other things in life that matter, such as movement and nutrition. Mm. And um, so there's many different aspects to well-being. Yeah. But energy is something I think the majority of people don't really understand and uh, they're not sure about. And so they yeah. just kind of put it to a side. Yeah. Um, or, or suppress it even. You yes, know. And I yeah. think we need to release it as well. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I do. Yeah, Yeah. Um, it can be something simple for me. Running's a big part of what I do. And Mm. if I go running, it realigns everything. 
all my little problems disappear, I focus on my breath and I exert myself, I come back and I feel good, mm. you know. And that's, I have excessive energy, extreme. Whenever I do something, I do it to an extreme level usually and I've got this excessive energy and I have to spend it. And for a big part of my life, it's learning how to manage that, mm-hmm. not putting myself in a situation where I keep, you know, getting to the point where I'm having a breakdown because... Mm. I get obsessed with things, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm, I, I'm constantly learning. And like I say, I've, I haven't got it figured out. And I think it's really important that people see the growth and see that what state my life was in before and how it's changed because then they can see the benefit of mm. what I'm talking about, you know. So Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's wonderful to, to help people to understand how it is possible to change, you know. I think it's quite common for people... Um, especially with um, things like depression, to feel stuck there and to feel that there's no way out. And I firmly believe there is a way out for people. It might not be an easy linear path. It probably won't be a Mm. linear path. And it will require um, commitment and intention and permission. You've got to keep taking the steps. But I can't tell you how many times through my 20s I would um, have moments where I, I would just go to bed and put the covers over my head and um, just yeah. hope that life will just go away. I, I say life's, it's always full of oscillations and variations. You're never going to go from A to B in a straight line. Mm. The trick is to, you veer off, you reevaluate, and then you, you re-aim, you get yourself back on track again and you mm. keep moving forward. And, and that's how we do it. It's all about, um, it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's it's never straightforward. It's And it can, be, it can be very difficult at times too. It can be tough, but... Yeah. It can be. But for me, one of my mantras has been to keep going. And it's a mm. very, very simple mantra, keep mm. going. Mm. But mm. it has become a mantra for me uh, and to keep taking the baby steps. And it's yeah. worked for me. And it's it's got me to where I am today. And I'm sure it will get me to where I want to be in the future. Yeah. I, I say a, a successful life is simply this. It's one good decision followed by another. When you make that second good decision, you then, rather than just being in one spot, you've created a new path. Mm -hmm. You've made two good decisions, one after the other. You've changed direction. You're moving in a positive direction. Mm -hmm. You can then build on that. You're gaining momentum. Then you're moving outside your comfort zone and eventually you don't have a comfort zone and you're growing as a person. You're evolving. So one good decision followed by another. That's all it is. It's making a good decision and think, you know what? That felt good. Mm -hmm. You know, I did something that is beneficial for me because a lot of people, and I did it for many years, making decisions that were destructive. Mm-hmm. I was I was self-sabotaging my own life for 20, 30 years. And you start making a good decision, and then if you can just pause before you make that bad decision, then all you're ever doing is fluctuating up and down like this. But you make two good decisions, you're then elevating yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, The title of my second book, by the way, is Moving Forward, Learning How to Glide. And that is elevating yourself and propelling yourself forward mm. using surrounding energies with zero resistance, with zero effort, in harmony with natural law. Mm. The, the title's Moving Forward, Learning How to Glide, but it's all about learning to reprogram, to make good decisions mm. and removing the resistance from your life. I say that if we're moving upstream, going against the flow of the universe, against the universal force, energy, whatever you want to call it, the field. When you're moving upstream, you can spend a lot of energy and you get absolutely nowhere. You're swimming on the spot Mm -hmm. because you're going against the flow, the natural flow of nature, 
you know. And But then if you can turn in the other direction, you can spend almost no energy, just skull gently. And you're moving downstream, so mm. you're moving in line with the universal force, universal energy, the flow of the universe. And you're moving in that direction, and then that energy will carry you at 20 miles an hour with almost no effort whatsoever. So it's the path of least resistance. It's trying to make good decisions that benefit you where you're not wrestling with it, like you were doing with your venue for the Chetham Farm, where yes. you wrestle with it, and I've done it myself. I'm wrestling with something and I can't get there and it's going round and round in my head and then I just think it shouldn't be this hard. I put mm. it down and then the universe goes, okay, you've finally, <laughs> you've remembered. Yeah. Just put it down, relax, mm. remove the tension and I'll deliver. Mm. And I say in the book as well, the universe can deliver at the speed of light if only you let it. Yeah. You know. It's really amazing, and um, and the universe can also deliver something that you just couldn't believe would be possible. Uh, you know, you know um, the universe can make things happen, can um, send the right person to you in the right moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if you stand out of the way, we're yeah. we're the thing that's blocking everything that's coming towards us. Mm. You know, and if we can learn to remove the tension, the resistance. I say that resistance holds things in place. If you have a force here and you're resisting something, even though it's opposite to what you want and you're opposing it, because you're resisting, you're holding it in place. Mm -hmm. Take away the resistance and it will yeah. dissolve. The problem mm. will disappear. And then when you create the space, what you need will come towards you yeah. straight away. Yeah. And I think for me, one of the things energy medicine has given me is that ability to let go of the resistance. And I think there are lots of ways to go about that. Mm. But the energy medicine has um, helped me circumvent all the noise in my head. And I, and I, I think very quickly, unless I'm very tired. And yeah. I can have a lot of thoughts very quickly and they can be sort of battling each other. And, uh, and I'll confuse myself and drive myself a bit nuts. Yeah. But with energy medicine, I, it's simply working with the energies to bring balance. And then uh, it's much easier for me to let go of things. When you experience that that balance, the alignment, the synchronicity, when you can learn to let things go, the sense of relief is like, mm. it's, oh, it's, it's like you've just put a bag of bricks down. Yes. You know, it's a beautiful feeling. And I regularly wrestle with things, I've, I'm being honest, you know, I, I do. But I usually, after a little while, I do recognise because it takes me, I have to have a little bit of a wrestle before mm -hmm. I think, oh, yeah, I'm wrestling with it again. And then I learn to let it go. Mm. And then once I do that, everything takes care of itself. But it's having the, I say everything uh, everything you want, everything you strive towards, it's dead easy. And that's discipline, effort and dedication. You have to be prepared to to develop yourself as a human being like you've done. Has taken, it's a process and you've made some good decisions and then you've you've put a lot of work in, mm. you know, and in doing that you've you've changed the path of your life. And now I love it when the best thing anybody can do from a situation. We have a lot of people on here, and they say, "How can you get a positive from somebody trying to take their own life? How can you get a positive from somebody that's been depressed? How can you get a positive from somebody that's been abused when they're a child?" Because I've had a couple of guests. Steen had talked about it. Where Steen had been abused, so. People ask these questions and the positive comes from when from the experience, all you actually do is you pass on, you've survived mm -hmm. and you pass on that to other people so that maybe you can make their journey a bit easier. You take the bad experience and then from that, by helping others, it becomes a positive experience. 
Yeah, you know? absolutely. And I think there's always a way to do that. There's always a way to make something a positive experience, but it can be tremendously difficult. Yeah. And it can be, for a lot of people, I think, hard to get their head around because mm. sometimes it might appear uh, disrespectful or, or like you're not caring, you know, looking at a situation such as abuse. Uh, but the things that happen in our lives, um, it's up to us what we do with them. It's up to us how we take them and we grow from them and we take the lessons. Mm. And um, yes, we need support. Yes, we need help and resources and information from others. But um, it's making uh, lemonade out of lessons, uh, lemons yeah, rather. Yeah, you yeah. know. And um, I am the woman today because of everything I have experienced, which includes abuse and bullying mm. and um, hardcore perfectionism for many years and yeah. uh, many things that have happened in my life that uh, were indescribably painful at the time. But I actually wouldn't change them because no. I've learned from them and they've made me who I am. I say in the book, the first book, From Pills to Peace, that um, your past doesn't define you. It's mm. simply your view on the way to this present moment. Yeah. You know, and you just learn from it and evolve. And what's happened before now, it, you've got to let it, it's, it's gone, it's mm. done. Cut the ropes, set sail and move in the other direction now, you know. You can't change it, you'd be aware of it, but you don't want to dwell on it either, you know. So, mm. yeah. So, Rachel, if somebody wants to come and do your workshop, if somebody wants to come and visit you to do a one-on-one -on -one session with some energy medicine, how do they get in touch with you? And maybe tell us your website or your social media channels, something like that. Yeah, well, my website is my name, which is Rachel Jacobson, R-A-C-H-E-L-J-A-C-O-B-S-O-N.co.uk. Okay. The email for that is contact at rachelljacobson.co.uk. This is easy. Keep going. Yes. Very yeah. easy, <laughs> yes. Um, and... Um, I can give my phone number as well. Um, sure. It's 07956 Um So if somebody wanted to say come in your workshop, would they book that through your website? Or how would they, you know, the workshop you're doing at the Chatham Farm Retreat in June, if somebody wanted to book onto that? To uh, sign up and pay the deposit, that's done on Donna Eden's website, which is EdenEnergyMedicine.com. Okay. What I'd suggest is for people to get in touch with me first, because I would love to connect with people and um, help them figure out if it's the best fit. I think some people maybe would go on my website, go on Donna's website, and they know in their heart, wow, this looks friggin' amazing, I want to learn it. Yeah. And, um, and then other people will have questions because it is in-depth. And, you know, we talked about the aura. That's one topic of, of dozens of topics yeah. over the course of the workshop. Yeah, so contacting you first, perhaps just to discuss it. If they're not cer certain, they can come and ask questions and find out a bit more about it. Yes, yeah. and I have information I can send that has more details about all the curriculum uh, and um, the timings and the costs and all that kind of thing. Rachel. Thank you very much for coming You're on so to the welcome. show. It flies by, doesn't it? The time passes it very really quickly. It really does, yeah. yeah. And, and thank you so much for having me. It's oh, just God. been really lovely. Yeah, delighted mm. you came on the show. Yeah. yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to buy the first book that I wrote, From Pills to Peace, that's available on Amazon and in about 12 other places. It's also now available on audible.com, ACX and iTunes, if you want to listen to it. We've also got the second boot, which is moving forward, learning how to glide, and that is elevating yourself and propelling yourself forward using surrounding energies with zero resistance, with zero effort, in harmony with natural law.
You can visit the website, midnightmcbride.com. And I've got LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter accounts, if you want to look at those. And there's this channel, which you're watching this on now. And if you like the show and you want to listen to it, there's a new show out every week, then just click subscribe and you'll automatically get the new show. And if you look in the text below for this particular show, you'll find a link for Rachel's website. Thank you very much and I'll see you next time.